Welcome back to a new episode of Feedback on Track. My name is Nick Dank. How is your week going so far? Do you sometimes find yourself grinding your teeth because things are not going your way? Does stress take over and prevent you from performing at your best? And what can you do about it? This is the topic of today's episode. So in our last episode, we talked about do we or can we get used to anything? And we, we can. We can get used to anything, but then we kind of need to let go of our urge to try to control everything. Namely, try to control the uncontrollable. I went to take my driver's license. No, I'm, I'm not that young, but I needed to take the, uh, the motorbike driver's license here because I couldn't get a, a dual from my, from my driver's license from home. And I figured, you know what? I want to learn the road signs and all the rules that come with driving here. And at the same time, I thought it would be fun to take a, a scooter motorcycle driver's test because I know how to drive a scooter, but I never really trained for it or took a test. So I decided to go for it last this week. At first, though, they require people to go online and register to book a spot to to take the, the theory test. So let, let's keep in mind that I've been studying for at least a, a, a week or two, and there are more than 2,500 questions on to study for. And usually it comes down to the road signs, um, the laws about driving drunk, about passing people in an unethical or dangerous way. And it's kind of tough uh, because you have to remember a lot of things about penalties, fines, how many points get taken away from your license. And obviously, I know how to drive, but each country has their own specifics when it comes to laws. And you have to remember those things. The good thing is that they give you uh, a practice test on this website. So technically, taking the practice test, you kind of see the same questions or similar questions over and over again, which helps you not going over all the questions in the, in the book. Though the way I usually proceed is that I always study as much as I can to try to, to be prepared for anything. So I studied sometimes and then I took the practice test sometimes, but you had to book online a spot to take the test. And when I went through the availabilities, there were no availabilities for at least the next four, five, six weeks. And I was thinking, I am not going to try to review questions every day for the next month. So I rather take it as soon as possible. So what did I decide to do on Monday or Tuesday? I decided to just go to the address that were given there, knowing that I hadn't booked any any spots, but I figure, you know what, I prefer to see for myself. Maybe the website is not up to date. Maybe there's a problem. So I went there without really expecting anything. That's the thing. I didn't expect to go there and get my license. Maybe I expected that I could take the physical exam. Like there's a quick check of your eyes, of your, of your body reflexes. Maybe uh, there's also a safety video you have to watch for about like an hour and a half. And I thought maybe I can do those two things. Uh, get rid of them and then at least book a spot for later. But then, you know what? I approached that situation like something almost fun, something that I didn't put too much pressure on. And it all started when I had to go there, which is not an easy place to reach. And I had to take two or three different buses and somehow, um, believe it or not, Google Maps 
is not always the most accurate friend that you can have. So I ended up getting on the stopping at the wrong bus, wrong stop, or getting the on the next bus but going the wrong direction. Anyway, instead of taking about 45 minutes, it took at least a, a double that time. So maybe an hour and a half, an hour 45 minutes. And, and I finally got there. And it, it's a bit confusing. Even though I read a blog post about how to do it, it looked a bit confusing because not many people spoke English and I was a bit confused. And navigating the, the facilities, there was offices everywhere. You have to take a ticket. So at some point, I, I went to the only sign that was in English. And the, the guy who told me what to do, I was having trouble understanding his accent, so it was a bit difficult. And he told me that first I had to go for the physical exam, which is across the street, but telling me the name in Chinese, I couldn't find a place. Anyway, he wrote it down on a paper for me because I asked him to do so, and I would be very helpful. So I finally found the place, a quick physical exam that's maybe the quickest physical exam I've ever had to go through, less than three minutes and a half. Um, but finally, I got the, the confirmation and then I decided to go back, but it was already lunchtime. So what did I do? I took a lunch break and I decided to come back after lunch and try to get to that safety video session. I found it. Somehow it it went along like people never asked me if I had booked a spot for that day to take the test. And I just kept clearing like a video game, right? You clear uh, levels one by one, you clear obstacles one by one, and you not really, you don't know what's coming next. You just know you have to clear one step. And so for me, the, being able to take the physical exam 10 minutes before lunchtime was already a great accomplishment. They gave me a number for the, uh, the safety video class, let's say. And wow, so I sat down, and still at this point, nobody asked me anything. Just to give you an idea of what this, this class is all about, technically, it's what not to do on the road. And they give you, they show you some uh, pretty graphic car crashes or motorcycle crashes. And this is the kind of stuff that once you see it, it should work on helping you not to drive recklessly, hopefully, because this is very, very graphic. Just to name a few, like a motorcycle is being run over by a truck because they couldn't check their blind spots. So this is the kind of video you watch for two hours. Drunk driving, people jumping off their bikes and stuff like that. So, okay, but everything was in Chinese. So for me, two hours uh, after lunch, yeah. But again, I approached that as an obstacle, as a level to clear again, because I needed to clear that step to move to the next step. And the next step, is technically taking the, the written tests. So all the questions I had been preparing for for the last two weeks, all the practice tests I had done would be put together in that, that level specifically, which was taking the, the written test. But I didn't think much of, of it. I was like, okay, now I, I'm going to clear this safety video class. So maybe once I do that, next time, if I book the appointment online, I can just come back directly, take the written test and the driving test. And I, for me, I was satisfied with it. So then I, the, the person in charge stamped the fact that I attended that safety video class. And then I was thinking, okay, so the next step is the written test. So I just headed towards the written test room. And outside you have a screen with all people's ID numbers and telling you what seat you should sit down at. And I was thinking, you know what? I haven't booked anything. Maybe all these seats are, are booked already. And, and suddenly, what did I see on seat number one? 
out of all the seats, which is about 50, I was number one. I see my ID number and I'm thinking, what, what does that mean? Like, I have to go in now or what, I have to wait for next round. And I asked somebody and she told me, no, no, you have to go and take the test. But basically, I thought it was going to be every half hour, you have a batch of people, everybody comes in at the same time, sit down and leaves at the same time. But it's more like a, almost like a train station. You know, you, you come there, you see your train, you go to the platform, you wait for your train. And that's what, what it was. So I saw my name or my ID number and I asked the attendant inside and she gave me the test. So I took all those questions. And this is really what I had studied for. Not too complicated. There was no trick. So I ended up getting 96%. To give you an idea, the passing score is 85%. So I didn't feel any difficulty in there. And I was like, wow, so I, I, I'm done with the written test. So you see, I cleared every step, every level, not focusing on what was coming afterwards. And usually when you do that, you remove expectations. Of course, I was kind of thinking about it during each session that I was attending and I was thinking, oh yeah, maybe now I have the written test, but I didn't put too much pressure on it. I just went with the flow and focus on the steps one by one. And each time, what you have to remember when you go through a process, you have different steps, different levels you have to clear to get to your objective. The thing is you have to focus as much as you can and do each step as good as possible. Because if you try to do it too laid back and, and not really focus on what you do, usually the end product won't be very satisfying to see. So that's what I did. I just focused on each step and, and here I am. I've already cleared the written test. So now what? I only have the driving test remaining. But that was an issue here because most people bring their own motorbikes or scooters, which was funny because technically if you don't have your driver's license yet, how do you bring your motorcycle to the testing facility? That was already exciting for me to watch. And I could see there's a, there's a close track with a few obstacles. You have to change lanes. You have to, you have to uh, obviously use your signal to turn. You have to check your blind spot. You have a railroad crossing. You have to stop. And the first challenge of this track is you have a 15-meter line, which is about 50 feet. And you have to stay balanced or driving over this 50 feet for at least seven seconds. So picture that 15 meters slash 50 feet, you have to stay balanced on the motorbike for seven seconds. For some of you, it might be easy. It was not that easy. And let me explain you why. You go to the driving track and everybody's in line with their bike. And I'm the only one standing up as a pedestrian because I don't have a bike. Because the person told me once you get to that gate with the inspector, you, have, you can borrow a bike. But what was the problem with that? The problem was that I never tried that bike before. And depending on the bikes, if they're old or, or newer, the acceleration will be different, right? And sometimes you have too much power. Sometimes you don't have enough. And that means I would have only two seconds <laughs> to try to adjust to this bike and see how much power I had in the handle. That was tricky because now I'm standing in line and as as cool and relaxed as I was the whole day, I already had clear more than I was expecting for. So I was not feeling pressure even. And I was just waiting in line and I saw people, some of them failed. They put their feet down, they couldn't balance on that line. And that first line test is, is you disqualified if you 
if you cannot clear that uh, obstacle. And I was thinking, you know what? Without trying on the bike before, that might be a bit tricky. So I'm standing here. And you know, before any challenge in life, before any exciting, I would say, or stressful situation, you are standing there playing <laughs> the situation in your mind over and over again. Even though you have no idea how it's going to work, you imagine all the worst case scenarios and you try to pump yourself up. And that's what I was trying to do because I was thinking, you know what, now I've cleared the written test. I'm not going to go home uh, failing the driving test and come back another day just to drive two minutes on this track. So at that point, I was feeling a bit more pressure. And finally comes my turn. I give my paper to the inspector. He said, okay, take the, the middle scooter. And he spoke Chinese, so which added more difficulty for me as I was completely focused on the driving session. I had also to use my linguistic skills. And my Chinese is not as high as I, I wish it could be. So. Anyway, I, I grab the bike and I turn on the, turn on the engine and I'm trying to uh, use the throttle to see how much power I have. So technically, the only movements I could do was uh, getting off the stand, backing up with my feet and then using the accelerator just one or two times to get to the starting line. And that's it. And I felt, okay, the acceleration was in the middle. It was not too strong, but it was not too slow. So I figured, okay, now I kind of sense it. But it's, it's a bulky bike, right? It's like those old, older bikes that if you run into something, I mean, it doesn't really matter. And then you, you're waiting for the, the green light or at least that attendant, that inspector telling you to go. And I kept looking back because I, I knew that if he spoke Chinese, I would not even know what he was saying. So I was looking back at him and then he, he, he kind of waved at me and I knew, okay, now is the time to drive. So I use the accelerator a bit too strong and already I'm going too fast in less than one second. I'm already one fourth or one third of the way and I'm thinking, oh no, you need to slow down. You need to slow down, otherwise you cannot hold it for seven seconds. So I slow down and then here we go with the, imagine being on a rope and balancing yourself, trying to cross a, a, a mountain or something or at the circus. That's what I was trying to do that day. And I, was, I felt not prepared enough, so I was kind of caught off guard. And usually I prepare a lot for everything that I have to do in my life. That day, though, I didn't have this luxury of preparation. At first, I didn't feel stressed because, I, like I said, I was clearing all the obstacles one by one. But then when it came to driving, I was thinking, I have been driving a scooter for so many years. I cannot mess up on this test. There's no way. That would be such a failure for me. And on top of that, it would be very inconvenient to come back just to drive two minutes. So I had to improvise. And you know what? As I was balancing myself, <laughs> suddenly it started pouring rain. Like you could hear it on the on this tin roof on top of the track. It was so loud and the gusts of wind suddenly showed up. And I was thinking, wow, this is really my luck right now. Not only was I not prepared for that little activity, on top of that, I get strong wings and rain. So you know what? At that point, I just relaxed completely because it becomes so much that you start smiling about it. It's like, wow, the timing could not be worse or in this case, maybe could not even be better because it gave me the strength and the energy to continue disregarding my lack of preparation. So I, I was thinking, you know what? With all these elements against me, well, what do I need to do right now? I need to do it as well as I can. No choice. You're being dealt all these things headwinds on what you're trying to accomplish. And literally, I was facing headwinds and, and crosswinds on the bike. 
And I was thinking, there's no other choices. Now you focus on each little obstacle you have to clear on the track. So then you have like a, a traffic light, you have to stop, you have to check left and right, blind spots and so on. Then you have a curve. And then you have a, a 90 degree turn right two times. So technically you're doing a 180 in a very short distance. And when you try to do that on a short distance on a scooter and you have long legs <laughs> to give you all the details, it's extremely hard to keep your balance um, because obviously the handlebar hits your knee. So you have to be creative in the way you stand or sit on that bike. And then you have to twist your body to make sure that you can move that handlebar and you're not going to fall. And that's what I managed to do. By the end, I get to that last traffic light and I was thinking, oh, wow, I've just made it. I check one more time, left and right. I use the throttle and I clear the finish line. And since I didn't hear any bells or any alarm signals, I knew I hadn't made any mistakes. That experience was something else. Unprepared completely. Even though I came without many expectations, I already had cleared the things I wanted to clear. But yet, I didn't want to fail at the last minute. I didn't want to fail at that last step. And especially, that would imply me coming back all the way just to drive less than three minutes. So... The lessons from that day is you cannot control the uncontrollable. In this case, I had no idea how the process would go because of, of linguistic issues. I could not read the signs. I could not read the process on the internet. It, it, the translation was off. I could not understand what people were telling me. I just went with the flow. And this is amazing. When you go with the flow, the results you can get, it's just crazy. So I went there with an open mind, without expectations, clearing each step one by one as well as I could. So what does that show you? That anytime you're going to feel stressed about a situation, you're going to find yourself in a situation where not everything is going your way. Refocus. Think about how you can do each little step Focus on each little detail as well as you possibly can. And only when you do that, do you feel satisfaction of clearing goals, of, of checking things out of your list. On top of that, because you create a mindset of doing things as, as competently as possible, suddenly things happen and they come your way. And this is what you have to remember. We cannot control the uncontrollable. Yet, we can at our own level, micro level, it could be a simple task as just answering one email. It could be a simple task as just washing the dishes in your house, for example. By doing this as well as you can, you just cleared one level in your video game of life. And the lesson of today is from this story is that I didn't know what I would get by the end of the day. I came with no expectations and I ended up leaving with my driver's license. And remember, I had no expectations that day because according to the website, I, I had to make an appointment for six weeks ahead of time. And for me, it meant that I would have to study every day. So without expectations, I ended up coming back with a driver's license. Resilience, uh, not worrying about the next step, doing things as best as you can adapting and adjusting to situation when I had to adjust and to adapt to the stormy weather that came my way. All these elements you can apply in your life and replicate in situations so that next time you feel that you're going against the flow, that not everything is going right, 
you will feel empowered and encouraged to do more. But just look one step at a time. One brick at a time, you build your house. And this is the point of the story today. So have you encountered any situations recently where you felt it was too difficult looking at the big picture? Did you try to do it step by step and do it as well as possible? If not, then experiment next time and share the stories with us. Share the stories with you, the people around you and, and share this episode with people around you so you all can have something to talk about. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you again in our next episode of Feedback on Track.